Are we ready, Spaghetti? Um, yeah, we are ready, Spaghetti. So first off, welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for You. My name is Catherine. I'm Carmen. And this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about a variety of issues, big ones, small ones. We talk about politics pretty much every single time. Mm-hmm. We talk about dumb things. We talk about Harry Potter in a non-controversial <laughs> context. Um, and Lord of the Rings and abusive relationships and honestly everything under the sun. And yeah. today we're going to be talking about something very important, uh, I think, to everybody, which is food. Yeah. But specifically, we're going to be diving into, you know, that murky territory of cultural appropriation of food. Because uh, it, it, it is a yikes. mess. It is a nightmare. <laughs> the things that we have seen will haunt you to the grave. Yeah. And, uh, we want to also say that this might be a bit more of an informal conversation. We usually try to do some research, but this is going to be more just our Rant. pure vitriol uh, <laughs> and feelings about it. Ranting, ranting. It's going to be great. Um, so we have a special guest here with us. She has her own podcast called Black Queens Republic, um, which I have guested on. And now Catherine is guested on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I might have not have told Gavin that I guessed it on it until later. Um, I might have found point. out that she guessed it on her podcast via Instagram story. Uh, you know, <laughs> things is were the missed. worst way to be cheated on. Can't believe it. <laughs> you know, things were missed. Things were missed, but it's fine. Um, but we want to welcome Jane. Hi, Jane. Thank you. Um, I'm. How are you? I'm good. I was gonna say you karuchi her. Yeah, I did. Found found out that she her relationship ended on television. Yeah, when Chris Brown was sitting next to Rihanna. No, sorry, I did that. not know that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Whoa! Yeah, she was on Christmas. But yeah. that's what well, happened married when you date Christmas. When you date yeah. Chris Brown, shit goes yeah. down. Honestly, that's actually a gift. You know what? <laughs> the relationship with Chris Brown is over. I'm sure she's welcome. looking back and going like, thank Jesus. Do you, th- like, do you think she looks back and she's like, what was I doing? Yes. I think yeah. Rihanna is probably similar. <laughs> I wonder, it's like, you know, I mean, Chris Brown is awful, but he's not a serial killer that we know. Well, um, <laughs> you know when like someone's like dated a serial killer and then later they find out like, what must be going through your head like, Oh, isn't there like things about a serial killer? Well, you might not know. They're very good at compartmentalizing a lot of them. A lot of them are like really great family men, church leaders, community leaders. And then people find out and people are like, what? Are you sure those women don't just ignore? I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's huge red flags where they're like, there's like blood on his hands. And he's like, I was making tomato sauce. And you're like, (laughs) just saying like that guy, the soldier man who would kill women and then wear their underwear. And he's still getting his pension as we speak. Who? BTK? No. Well, something Russell Wilson, originally born in England. Oh no, I didn't know about the that. Army. This is fully off topic. I like <laughs> Jane. You great. have Jane. You have completely eased into the uh, our format because we get off topic fast, but constantly, very <laughs> fast. It's that like our favorite instant. thing. <laughs> no, but Jane, do you wanna do you wanna talk about how we how we met? Because that's kind of how we introduce folks on our podcast. So so Carmen and I used to work together, mm-hmm. and when I first met you, I thought you were a white woman. Thanks, Kat. Thanks. That's um, yeah. That's, you're, you're tanned now. <laughs> Today you look well. Yeah. Very tanned. Yeah. But then I was like, then it was came. winter. It was winter. It was winter. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, this is the best story ever. But then, <laughs> but then you came in the kitchen. You're like, my God, these whites! I'm sick. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 
And then you're like, oh, I'm Mexican. I'm like, oh, oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we're good. We're okay. So we met at work. Yeah. And then we had a shit mess job. Yeah. And then you left. And then I left. Yeah. And everybody left. Yeah. And now everybody's new at the organization. <laughs> and the person who was a shithole mess or causing the shit mess was fired. <clears throat> also known as a white South African, which Catherine and I make jokes about white South Africans Ooh. all the time. This so, yeah. yeah. I like Charlize Theron, but that's it. She <laughs> seems, you know what? She seems really cool. And I love her acting and her yeah perfume commercials i said I, I have said before i'll say again if Charlize theron had the accent like the south african accent i would not like her i couldn't do it yeah you're right no that 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 yeah. makes it when i hear yep. africans speak on it i had to stop watching that show there's a south african called show called generations uh-huh i couldn't do it <laughs> It used to be like an all black South African cast. Uh, and as I got older, they were like, ooh, let's white it up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and I had to be like, okay, we'll see you later. Like the only <laughs> show we had in Africa that was doing really well, you had to white it up. So yeah. they always do. Okay, Speaking so again, of which. <laughs> back on topic. Um, yes. Yeah. So I thought maybe we might start with just what our backgrounds are specifically, and what is mm -hmm. the worst thing you've ever seen in terms of a cultural appropriation of your food? Where do I start, Catherine? And oh my god, you're Mexican. Please go first. <laughs> Please. Please go first. So I'm Mexican, and so what that means is that like Mexican food has been taken to all different places and spaces when it comes to white people. Yo quiero Taco Bell? Yeah. Taco Bell being the first one. <laughs> and the number one, so my mom always used to tell people, Taco Bell isn't Mexican, it's Tex-Mex. And so people were like, what? And she's like, we don't eat this shit. We don't eat this shit. She's like, we don't even eat flour tortillas. We eat corn tortillas. It was a whole ass mess. So I guess the like most well-known one would be Taco Bell mm -hmm. in terms of the like fact that they use the fucking Chihuahua with the fucking racist accent mm. and the terrible food. Carmen, 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 Carmen. Are you telling me that a crunch wrap supreme <laughs> isn't authentic Mexican food? Why no, Catherine? <laughs> what not. about the fries with the sour cream and the tomatoes? <laughs> yeah, also no. <laughs> it's disgusting, but like, and also the cheese tastes plastic, but that's yeah. not. No, of course it's not. Oh. And so, I mean, I guess that's like the most well-known one. Mm. But as gentrification happens, especially in the U.S. where there's a lot of Mexicans, mm -hmm. the things you see truly hurt your brain. Yeah. And I think for me, one of the things that I've noticed was that my friend and I went, <laughs> we had a very Mexican day. I have, a, I have a few, very few, but I have a few Mexican friends. And um, one of my friends and I went to this, like, this show with this band and like, they're Mexican. It was their first time here. So it was going to be an all Mexican pe like group of people fucking going to this concert. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to go have Mexican food before the concert. Mm -hmm. And so we go and it's like, I'm going to say it's Queen West, mm -hmm. but I can't remember the restaurant. And so it's my friend and I, and we're Mexican, we're sitting, we're talking. And like the tacos are like hipsterish. And I like look at the menu and I'm like, why the fuck would you make a cauliflower taco? And my friend just goes, you know why, Carmen. You know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> I saw that cauliflower taco 
and I was like, I think I'm done with this place. It was so strange. And I just remember at one point, I turned to look because like, there are images that are very like stereotypical, stereotypically Mexican. So any place that opens, it has like Mexican food, even if it's owned by a bunch of white people, is like gonna have the obligatory sugar skulls or sombrero. It's sombrero. It's gonna have Frida Kahlo. Like those are the three big things it's gonna have, or like a cactus, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm at this restaurant that's like every employee is white. Mm-hmm. Like almost everybody eating there is white. Mm-hmm. And that's my friend and I. And it's like super hipster. They have cauliflower tacos. I've already been assaulted by their menu. And then I turn and I look and they have the Virgin of Guadalupe, which is like the patron saint of Mexico, mm-hmm. painted on their wall. <laughs> and my friend couldn't see it from where he was sitting. And I was like, oh, well, they have our, our virgin up. And he's like, like the actual Virgin of Guadalupe. And I was like, yeah, they have her painting up. And he's like, well, now I want to leave. he's like I know I really don't want to be here Mm -hmm. and so that for me was like for now the most notable experience I don't ever want to see a cauliflower taco once my friend was like there's this Mexican restaurant by my house and it's really great and I really love it and I was like I looked at the menu and it had like vegan tacos and I was like you know what it's not great it's you know why because I'm Mexican would you like it if I was like let me take you to this Jewish eatery that's run by a bunch of not Jewish people? Probably yeah, not. Let's, let's have a Jewish restaurant run by the blacks. <laughs> like, I might go to that one. I, I might go to that one. <laughs> as, if, as if Jews cannot be black. But that's a whole other conversation <laughs> y'all not ready for. Yeah, exactly. No, but so anyway, that's when I see vegan, Mexican, but not Mexican restaurants, mm-hmm. I cry. I die inside. I was a vegetarian as a teenager, and um, when Carmen and I were 18, we went to Mexico together, and I literally was like, well, I can't be vegetarian and go to Mexico, so I started eating meat again, because I was going to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome, Catherine. You're welcome. (laughs) Lord. What about you, Catherine? Yeah. Me? Okay, well, I come from another maligned group. I'm Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Um, as such, I've seen mm-hmm. some true trash, and I'm like, this isn't Jamaican food. Now, here's the thing. The Caribbean food has, like, there's a, like, there's, there's a lot of mixture, because, like, something that might be, like, something that you eat in Trinidad, maybe you'll eat in Jamaica, but maybe you won't. And so yeah. there's lots of mixing, so, um, when you go to a Caribbean restaurant in Toronto, there might be, like, food from different sorts of islands, but... The things that people most associate with Jamaican food is probably like jerk anything. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <Now>, girl. <laughs> there's, a, there's a picture that will be probably our episode picture um, of <laughs> the worst jerk chicken you've ever seen in your life. That oh is God, pale yes. white. It's pale white chicken <laughs> on pale, I think, white rice. This Un- chicken mm-hmm. has unseasoned, is unseasoned. It has bananas i'm not talking green bananas i'm not talking plantain i'm talking bananas (laughs) on it and raisins (laughs) see when my when carmen was like there's so i looked at it and i was like no jesus (laughs) and then she's like there's raisins i went back (laughs) like no you (laughs) carmen also did not see the raisins i had to be like carmen did you see the raisins? And she was I like, her brain melted. <laughs> and make sure that my eyes were not because I don't get enough sleep. So I was like, I need to make sure. 
I just, I, um. Yeah, I was too focused on the bananas because I was like, I couldn't believe the what? The bananas. The the like ripe, bite. fresh, sliced bananas. And I could, I was like, <laughs> well, no. And the thing about Jamaican food is that, like, yeah, you see a lot of terrible Jamaican food all over the place and you'll be like, oh, oh this is a jerk. Sunrise. A jerk recipe for something and it's like at Swish LA and you're like, what? Or like, yeah. or any restaurant will be like, ooh, Caribbean flavors. And I'm like, what are those exactly? Please tell me. I don't think you know. <laughs> and then like when it comes to actual Jamaican food, like they have no idea. You know what I heard? This is not technically appropriation, but my mom has told me that people think that ackee and saltfish, which is the national dish to Jamaica. Yeah. People think that people who go to Jamaica often think that it's a kind of egg dish because they think the the ackee, which is like a yellow fruit, is eggs. No, Catherine, no. Really? Yeah. When you saw it? When I first came to Canada, yeah, when I first moved to Canada, I thought it was egg. Yeah, a lot of people think it's egg, and I'm like, it's ackee, what are you talking about? It's, yeah. Is the thought that, like, you guys called eggs ackee? I don't know. I don't know. It's literally not called eggs and saltfish. You don't saltfish. think the texture in your mouth feels like you're eating egg? No. <laughs> I've actually it's never. It's softer than egg. I've seen it. I just haven't eaten it. I've eaten. Karen, you haven't had ackee and saltfish? Oh, no, I've had the fish. I just haven't eaten. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll tell my mom, and we'll we'll fix that. My mom makes amazing ackee and saltfish. Um, Ooh. But yeah, no, that's, there's so many Jamaican things there's that I'm like, so many. I like, don't think they understand. And also then, okay, this is, this is not appropriation, but the way different islands fry plantain is a criminal in my opinion. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not how you do it. You don't crush, what are you doing? Like they slam it down and mush it into things and then oh, fry yes, it. I've seen that from and my I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Dominicans. Mm-hmm. Mofongo. Is it? No. Mofongo. Oh, shit. I'm going to get in shit. It's not Mofongo. But, yeah, that's not technically yeah. appropriation, that, but that's just me being Jamaican having a problem. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. The, the amount of, like, weird shit Jamaican food and, like, sometimes you go to a Jamaican restaurant and the rice and peas is, like, slop and you're like, I don't... Who made this? Oh, my God. Okay, so my <laughs> friend John recently came to, came over to my house and he ordered us lunch. And so he was like, oh, I'm just going to get us, like, Caribbean food. And I wasn't thinking... Like, I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get me, like, the fried chicken with the, with the like, rice and peas. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm getting the same thing. He buys it. I start to eat it. And I was like, John, why is my rice sweet? It's not spicy. Did you get this? Did you get like the the spicy or like the the regular or like whatever? He's like, no, they didn't have options. This is just what they had. And I was like, they didn't have options for spice. Like Ugh. what? And then I realized it's my neighborhood. And my neighborhood is a white neighborhood. And I That's was like, true. of course they don't have options for spice. So yeah, I said, they don't have, have Jamaican food. Then this is what I mean. The thing is also people don't seem to understand that Jamaican food is like one of the most mixed up foods you can get because it's black. It's has the European influences, but also it's Chinese and Indian. It is mm. all of the things combined. And that is Jamaican food. You will not just find some like bland ass food and call it Jamaican food because Jamaican food if anything is not bland, and I just understand, like, why <laughs> you you are going to a restaurant, it is only white people that will be like, I would like to eat Jamaican food my way. <laughs> they will say that sentence, they will be like, but like if you go to me, a-, a white person, want to eat Jamaican food in my white way. But, like, if you go to an actual, like, Jamaican restaurant or, like, a place where it's, like, Jamaican people just making food, they don't give you those options. No. 
and you know like, how much attitude you get if you ask for like a certain type of meat they're just like you have or things that aren't spicy yeah yeah they just give you this look of like pardon literally that uh, there's this place i love near my house it's called yum yum oh the best food but every time i go i'm like hey what do you have look at the menu <laughs> Jamaican rest an actual Jamaican restaurant should be the same as like an actual Chinese restaurant. The food should yeah. be good, it should have a lot of flavor, and the people should be rude. They yeah. should be abusive. <laughs> you should leave feeling slightly attacked. Yeah. So. And I'm like, oh, um, she's she's like then she started being friendly. She's like, Where do you live? I'm like, Oh, I don't live too far, but can you guys get on Uber Eats? She's like, Are you gonna pay for it? I'm like, Oh okay. <laughs> and she was so rude, but the food is always so good and i don't like the, the jamaican food thing grinds me because there's a lot of indian and chinese restaurants in my neighborhood that make jamaican food no unless they're run by chinese jamaicans or chinese indians no, but then what's not. up indian it's jamaicans just, i guess yeah it, it, what it, i say we well, said chinese indians oh <laughs> <laughs> it's always like it's always like Jamaican plus Chinese food. You know? <laughs> You're like, mm. sushi plus jerk. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> what? No, thank you. Yeah, like, it's just really, I just wish people would leave. Leave it. There leave is a conversation alone. to be had about fusion food, which we can maybe get into later. But there is, sometimes it's just like, that's not even fusion food. It's just like a big question mark. And you're like, what's going on here? You're mm -hmm. disrespecting, like, a whole entire <laughs> mm -hmm. culture. And it's, like, that's, like, me being... Because I don't eat, really eat spicy food. But I know what I'm doing when I go to a Jamaican Yeah, restaurant. yeah. And I ask for jerk chicken. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, you know what you're getting yourself into. Am I going to be like, oh, I'm... Uh, the, the, my taste buds. Can you... <laughs> I no, I, you are right though. I've never thought of it that way. That like only a white person could have the like audacity to be then? like, to be like your food that you're making, make it for like, me, for, for me. my taste. Only white people. I have never that thought nerve. of that. That is so true. Yeah. yeah. So what about you, Jane? Revelation. What's the worst thing that you've ever seen for your background? Oh boy. Well, you know they never even think about us. But um, the worst thing I think I've seen because you're from Uganda. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The worst thing I've seen in Canada, like in the West, is calling samosas, or as we call them in Uganda, sumbusas, mm -hmm. meat triangles. <laughs> Sorry? Who calls them meat triangles? My, you guys can't see me. My eyebrows fucking hit the yeah. ceiling just now. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Okay, you need to tell meat. us that story. So... I was looking for a way, because you know when you make some bushes, you have to make the sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taste made. You know, Google is racist. Yeah. And so, God forbid, they show me a recipe of black people. Because, <laughs> you know, they'll never do that. No. Instead, Google accumulated a result of meat triangles <laughs> by taste made. Meat triangles? I'm really, like, baffled by this. This yeah. is... I'm holding on Alarming. to the table, Catherine. <laughs> and then, meat triangles. Meat triangles. Also, I that could mean so many things. Like, yeah. there's just a lot what of food. You, mean, you, you guys refuse to say samosa or sumbusas. I can understand if you guys don't call them sumbusas, because, like, Uganda is far, and I see <laughs> that you guys will not. But samosas, every y'all say that all the time. Say, yeah. I want samosas. I hate it, but yeah, that's what y'all call it. It's fine. 
Meat triangles? <laughs> just the, that the, might be the fact. most culturally deaf thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's, it's almost like, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like they went into a room that had them and they'd never seen them before and they ate mm-hmm. them and they're like, what are these, um, I don't know what they're called, like meat triangles? What, what <laughs> is that? <laughs> Like that, that's the only context where I could understand someone calling it that. But you well, don't yeah. live in a weird vacuum. What do you, what? Well, that's kind what, of are they, what are they called pakoras? Like meat swiggles? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what I want to understand because like, okay, that like blasphemy of a picture that you sent with the jerk chicken. Mm. And I thought, like, I sat there and I was like, okay, how did this person come up? You know, like, I was like, how did they come up with this? And so I'm looking at it and I was like, Obviously, they must have seen plantains, and they thought, ah, bananas. Mm. Yes. And so then they thought, let me be healthy and not fry the banana. Let me leave it raw. But it's like, not, I'm trying it's to carbon. Why the raisins? Why the raisins? Wait, what's the universe? I think they just want to be disrespectful. I think that I'm was just sorry. a disrespect, honestly. Because, like, here's the thing. In, like, European culture, like, a couple hundred years ago, raisins used to be very fancy because they were something that they had to import, right? So things like raisins, nutmeg, they were very expensive spices. People put them in fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Unless they're a time traveler from 1675, <laughs> why are they putting raisins in things that have no business having raisins? Listen, I mean that's how I feel about most raisins. I'm okay with you taking raisins and putting it in white people food. Just do Man, that. No, I am not. Salad. No, no, I'm about to say potato salad could could be considered a white person food. And when I see that potato salads sometimes have raisins, raisins in them, I'm like, listen, disrespectful. No, but um, what but hell that's did their, you crawl that's out of their stuff? Right? Well, that's no, why you don't invite them it's over. It's still disrespectful. Leave, leave leave people's food alone. No, but like I can't tell you what to do with white culture. That's y'all. <laughs> but the thing that is just like you guys, you see these people. You see Mexican food. You see Jamaican food. You see Chinese food, and then you're like, "Hum, <laughs> let me do it this way. Let me just do it my way." Because it is only white people that will not leave something to just be what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like yeah, it's such a mm-hmm. complicated thing too, though, because. The thing about cultural appropriation versus cultural sharing can get very blurry with food. It's like the blurriest of everything in terms of um, trying to understand culture. I think the line may be where like, so you know how like Chinese American food is different than like Chinese Chinese food, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But the thing is that was Americanized food made by Chinese people for American palates. So right. that's different, right? Then mm. someone coming and being like, let me make this chow mein and I'm going to put raisins in it. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? That's my only issue. Like, <laughs> if it is done by, like, so, like, Italian-American food is different than Italian-Italian food. But it was yeah. done by Italians. If it was done by, like, somebody else, that's where the fucking question comes. That's when you're like... Exactly. Like, the whole thing is, me. if you want to make Jamaican food, right, and you are white... You call up, you know, Jamaicans mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm white. I like Jamaican food. Let's do that's that's sharing. Like you're you're getting yeah. a Jamaican to teach you about their food or whatever, to, to mm-hmm. cook it for you, whatever it is. You taking a restaurant and calling it Taco Bell <laughs> and yes. cooking something completely different and then having the uh, <laughs> The white nerve to call it 
Mexican food. <laughs> Ooh, or you... authentic. That's a word. Authentic that Mexican See, food. See, that, that's, that's, that is like... Where the disrespect the comes. That's disrespectful. Yes, like, <laughs> highest order. Like, if a... So, when it comes to, like, fusion food, like, if a Chinese chef and a Mexican chef were like, let's get together and make some sort of Chinese-Mexican fusion food, I'd be like, no problem. If yeah. some white man came and mm-hmm. was like, I'm gonna make Chinese-Mexican fusion food, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. Exactly. There is a, a restaurant downtown called Cereals or whatever. Oreos? It's a Korean-Mexican restaurant. No. But is it run by Koreans and Mexicans? <laughs> you know better than that. It's run by white people. And then absolutely not. <sighs> I love how we all are already exhausted. Like, I just, I just want to know who said, because I'm not white, so I can't relate. But like, where do you sit in a room and you Jane. say that I'm going to make a food called I'm gonna I'm gonna do Korean and Mexican and, and I'm going to have neither of these people working here. No, or, of course. I mean I think we I think we've arrived at our colonialism section of the podcast. Those <laughs> just white people for you. Just white people for you. It's like okay, so I did the only research I did before this episode was just mm. a little bit about tea because I was thinking mm. about tea and I'm like if you want to talk appropriation, mm. why is tea exclusively or not exclusively but mostly associated with British people. I don't mm-hmm. get that. I really get the don't. fuck out of here. So what I found mm-hmm. out about tea is that like tea is specifically from like the northern India, um, southern Chinese Tibetan steppe area. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's from. And then it became obviously grown in China. Um, and funnily enough, if you hear something called chai or cha or whatever sort of ch version of tea, mm-hmm. that is tea that um, was sort of that traveled by land so whenever it's something like chai or whatever like that that is tea that has traveled by land and whenever you call it tea it's tea that has traveled by sea so places that call it tea will have had trade um via the ocean to get their tea Hmm. so i found that out and i also found out that um it wasn't until like the 17 whatevers that British people introduced commercial tea growing into India, which also I found surprising, and that British people were the ones who, like, popularized tea in India, which, (laughs) honest, very shocking to me. Yeah. But the thing about tea is that, like, Mm -mm. it's from China, and it's from Asia, and also every culture in the world has some form of tea. Yeah, like, sure do. But, like, the idea that tea belongs to British people girl unreal you know and and someone was telling me because you know i love tea like Mm -hmm. i'm a tea woman Mm -hmm. um and you know because they came to my house and i literally i was like green peach what do you want like everything (laughs) i have and they're like hmm i can really tell that your country is a british colony and i was like what do you mean <laughs> she's like well you just love tea so much and i'm like don't piss me off yeah don't yeah. don't start this fight just because the queen came and stole yeah <laughs> and you'd think like someone who is black would like know that but like i hear people associate like my love for tea with my love for britain yeah that's yeah that's because the thing is like yes british people did do a lot of the tea trade but so did a lot of other countries a lot mm. of countries were involved in the tea trade and making tea and doing all these different things in relation to tea and the fact that tea somehow belongs to british people ooh, 
no it's not no it doesn't like why isn't tea portuguese then or french or why is why isn't it indian why isn't it chinese no really british people british people british it's unreal oh my god so i I showed jane Catherine. i don't know if i showed you this video but it was it wasn't a video it was like a an instagram post because this is another thing our people Mm. are letting some of these people run run wild like we are not stopping (laughs) the atrocities that are happening to our food sometimes Mm -hmm. and it was this woman who was like well my boyfriend's nigerian so i made him some jollof rice (gasps) yeah I saw that. I saw that. And it fucking. And it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't. I couldn't breathe. I was. And but the boyfriend was like, was like, oh, it's great. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. The jollof rice video was honestly one of the most offensive things I've ever. Even I and like and I'm like I'm I'm African and I do not know how to make because it's so. It's not easy. No, of course not. Because you have to like blend the tomatoes yeah. and blend everything. And then you have to like, you have to find a way to like put the rice in the tomato yeah. stewed thing yeah. and make sure that it's not soggy. It is tough. It's hard work that like takes, I'm sure it takes And you went and, and cooked mush. Some mush. wet mush, some rice pudding, and then you served it. And said it was jollof. Oh, oh my god, oh my god. I don't know if either of you have seen this video, but it's like a BBC video about making fried rice. No, I think odd, but I don't want to know where you're going with this. The woman making the rice. How she makes the rice. First, she measures out the water, which, you know, I understand that some people don't know the first knuckle trick. That's fine. Um, Like, basically what I mean by that (laughs) is you stick your finger in the water, and if the water goes to the first knuckle of your index finger, that's how much water you need in the rice. Anyway, oh, she, she, okay. she, she didn't do that. She measured out the water. She, I guess, we used way too much water because then she poured off the water off the rice after it was done cooking. No. Now, you're I have, no, you're not supposed to do that, but there are some places where that is a thing, I think. But you know what? Fine. You know what she did next? Here is the crime. Here is the truest crime I've ever heard. Uh-huh. She poured the rice out into a colander to, to, to drain it, or a sieve, I think it was. And then she ran it under the tap. For what? I don't know. I think it was to wash the rice because she didn't wash it at the beginning. I don't know. I honestly don't know what she was doing, washing the rice after it was cooked. It was cooked. And it was cooked poorly, but it was cooked. (laughs) And then she ran it under the tap. Why? Like, you know, when you run run vegetables under a tap to, like, clean them? It was that kind of doing it. It's cooked! (laughs) I couldn't understand. Don't I touch was, my cooked rice. I couldn't oh believe what I was watching. God. I wouldn't eat that. <sighs> Isn't there a video of this like Korean man or something recently that like went viral and he's watching a video of like a white woman making rice and she like drains the rice and he's just like, what are you doing? I think yeah. it honestly might be that video he was watching because she Probably. drains the rice and then she washes it after. But she didn't. And another thing is that there have been studies done to show that they're like, people get sick after eating rice. You know who gets sick after eating rice? White people. White people because they don't wash their rice. I'm Here's a PSA. Anyone listening who's never cooked rice doesn't know how to cook rice. The very first thing you do is wash your rice and yeah, you will and not takes- get sick. 15 seconds guys you just do a little scrub you know <laughs> just like that and then you drain it like once the water is clear when you pour water in there mm-hmm. then you cook the rice i can't like i'm it. from uganda so you have to like you have to wash everything you can't just put things in your mouth 
you will get all kinds of diseases. I mean, that's... And our rice has stones in it. So, like, <laughs> you know, the government is like, we're not picking that shit for you. You have to pick it yourself. Fair. So I come from a place where, like, you have to wash your meat, you have to boil your meat. Like, everything has to be cooked. I don't know if, like, in the Western world, it's like... you. you when trust... I tell you that I don't get how people don't know to wash their meat. And like wash it properly, not just like run water on it. Because you could literally die from like diseases. But every time I said like, oh, Jane, you're not in Uganda anymore. There's no more Ebola. There's no more this, no more that. And then y'all wonder why you have diarrhea every morning. (laughs) Well, specifically chicken. Like you don't wash beef, but you wash chicken. People are, people, I don't know. You don't wash beef? No, no. So my mom, my mom, like growing up for me, mm-hmm. my mom has always been like an EC, like a daycare teacher. Mm-hmm. And so public health people would come in to talk to them. Back in the 90s and like the 80s, I know my mom was told as messaging for parents, you wash pork when you can, like you wash your pork, but you definitely wash all poultry. Mm-hmm. You wash all poultry because that shit is dirty. Mm-hmm. Wash your poultry, wash your pork if you can, but those are the two main things. The other things, not as much, but it has to do with how they're processed in factories here. And it also just has to do with the fact that, like, it's very easy to get salmonella shit yes. if you don't, like, wash things and clean things properly. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, all these white people are like, no, you could, the chances of you getting salmonella poisoning are actually higher if you wash your meat because you're leaving it in the sink. And then I'm like, sorry, are you not washing your sink when you're done? We yeah, that's very eat. crazy. Do you know um, what I mean? Because they're like, well, then, because then the salmonella poisoning comes because, like, you're touching your sink in your counters while you're washing your meat, and then that's how you get it. And I'm like, actually, by that logic, you are telling me that when you're done washing your meat, you don't disinfect. I would bet yeah. you money, Carmen, people who, if they do wash their meat, are washing it in a sink full of cups and dishes. Exactly. I was Catherine, just I was that. almost just dry heat. <laughs> that is the most disgusting image that just came up for me. Like, when you're getting ready, like I thought it was like everyone gets ready when they're doing their meat. Yeah, you move everything out of the way. Yeah. You move you make everything. sure everything's clear. Yeah. And then you and then you do it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy like how many times what? I'm like, guys, uh, wash your meat. Like seasoning. I my friend Robin, God love Robin. Robin is an amazing human. Mm-hmm. Robin is like one of my very few white friends. And so when we, my friend Farah and I were talking about meat and mm-hmm. about like washing meat and how we thought it was so strange that like this argument was happening at all. Mm-hmm. And Robin was like, guys, I have a confession to make. My family never washes their meat. And we were like, okay, so like, what do you do? And I was like, okay, so Thanksgiving comes around. What do you do with your turkey? Do you like brine? Do you like what do you do? And Robin was like, We take the turkey, mm-hmm. we slather it in butter, maybe we'll put some rosemary in time, and we'll stick it in the oven. And I was like, What? Sorry, pardon? No, I'm ac- actually terrified. That shit terrifies me. Yeah. My friend um, who is white, I, she, she knows I love stewed meals. I don't like like baked meals because mm-hmm. they don't have soup mm-hmm. or whatever. And she's like, you know, Jane, I know you love stewed meals and things. So she's, you know, I'm going to make one. So she boiled the chicken, like boiled it. 
and then from you know that boiled water leg that you're not supposed to use uh-huh she threw the tomatoes and onions in there just like that like well, did you do so wait wait hang on so it kind of depends like you know when you make chicken soup and you just put the chicken in that's fine it, it wasn't mean, like, the scummy water the, the 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 water that was used for boiling the chicken that she didn't wash by the way oh <laughs> she threw in the cut tomatoes garlic and onions in that water i mean but it's like is it this because it is is it like did she remove the scum as she was cooking it or was it just like weird it was just oil water. You know what happens when you boil chicken, right? Yeah, oh. but like, wait, but why? Okay, maybe this is a difference that we're having culturally right now. But like, for me, like, you put, when you make the chicken soup or whatever, you put the raw chicken in the water. So that it's is the water stew. you use. It's stew. Oh, it's stew. I don't know. But why are you pre-cooking the chicken for the stew? Exactly. And also, <laughs> that's not and water. here we are. <laughs> you don't use that water that was boiling the chicken that you didn't wash. My God, like, she's like, I, she's, she even said, like, I looked up this recipe just for you. So I'm like, where? Google being racist again? Just Google. Again. Here's the thing. For me, when it comes to recipes, like, mm -hmm. like there's this website I use called Walk of, or Walks of Life. It's like spelled W-O-K. Of life, right? And it's um, a res uh, restaurant, sorry, a uh, recipe website that is like Asian food, mostly Chinese food, but some other places as well, but mostly Chinese food. Mm -hmm. uh, a little Korean sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's run by four Asian people. And that's the only reason I go to that website. If that was a website run by a bunch of white women, I'd be like, well, goodbye. Like, I can't yeah. listen, I cannot have a recipe <laughs> website for Asian food, for Chinese food not done by Chinese people. I will not no, taste it. Exactly. I will not use it. I will go to a, rec a recipe website that is run by a white woman if I'm looking for cinnamon rolls, but not Chinese <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's all I ask. And yet, when you go on allrecipes.com, you will find, like, <laughs> the most <laughs> dumpling. Like, I found a recipe for, like, dumpling soup. On allrecipes.com. And you know it was some girl named, like, Amy. I just, I had to literally type in Google, Caribbean-style <laughs> dumpling soup. And then I found Auntie, um, is it Auntie Elsie's restaurant recipe? Oh, okay. And I was like, oh my, but it, it takes, you, you have to literally, like, type things. You gotta yeah. look, you gotta <laughs> search, yeah. So that Walk of Life recipe, I, I mean, website, I highly recommend um, yeah, I, there's some other rest, um, website I look at for some Korean food, and it's done by, like, a Korean woman. <laughs> like, I will find. I will go. It's like when you look for reviews for restaurants, and yeah. if it's, like, a Korean restaurant, you're like, where are the Korean people reviewing this restaurant? I will scroll yeah. straight past, like, Adam Smith. Kyle, I'm like, no, it's Susan. I'm not taking your advice on this Chinese yeah. food. <laughs> if it's an Asian person, I'm like, all right, what do you think? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. There's another thing I remember. It was a few years ago mm. that fully, it blew my mind. Like my mind has never been blown before because I thought I had missed something. Mm -hmm. Bone broth. What? Yeah. I know I ha we have something similar, but. It's literally just broth. White people started calling it bone broth. Ugh. It's because they, they boil it to the point where it's like almost gelatin. That's no seriously, because when when they take it out, like it's just like thick, soupy stuff, and that is also just broth as well. But they boil it so hard and like use a whole bunch of different kinds of bones, and they're like it's bone broth, and I'm, it's really good for you. And I'm like, you know, that's just like a well done broth. 
You can have broth. You can have broth that's like a thin broth, and you can have broth that's like a thick broth that, when it's cool, will be thick. That's yeah. just broth, y'all. I just remember. It's I just saw, stock. It's just yeah, stock. I just, I just saw it, and I was like, I looked at it, and I was like, bone broth, and I was like, sorry. Isn't it just broth? Like I literally yeah. was like, I thought I had lost my mind because I was like, have I been making broth the wrong way? Because I thought that you needed bones to make like oh most you do of broth. what what broth were they making before carrot broth? Like it's broth. That's what I was like that's what I was like, but like, like what, isn't that was my question? I was like, what were you doing before this? Then if you just discover what were you doing? What on and earth? Like, okay, and also what do they think stock was? Like you know when you get like, when you have chicken stock and stuff like that. Yeah. It's also just like boiled bones, just not boiled as much as when you do the gelatinous kind like stock is like is it like muggy it's like the powder thing right? yeah you, it's like no no but rock. stock is but stock isn't so there is powdered stock and stuff like that yes but actual stock is that is that you put the bones and the vegetables in the pot and then mm-hmm. you boil it together i think broth is without vegetables and stock is with vegetables i might be incorrect but i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's it but that's all that is like white people yeah. you guys have been doing this what are you talking about and and rachel ray is a big one I recently saw yeah. there was this thing on BuzzFeed where it was like trying like, trying different guacamole recipes and she put like apples yeah and like peas mm-hmm. in her and hers and I was like and and I'm done I'm done and I'm leaving and she put and she put she um rolled the fried plantain in sugar and icing and spread it or and and put jelly oh I don't know what it's called but it's like what syrup or jelly compote yeah it's some jelly like thing and she's like this is fried plant no yeah. it's actually not ma'am that's like fl- fried <laughs> plantain churros maybe what the fuck are you talking about uh. no, like she she was very serious she when she when she got that plantain and and rolled it <laughs> in icing and then rolled it in the next bowl in sugar i was like uh-uh we're done. You're the devil. Like, I've always hated Rachel Ray because of her, ever since she was on Oprah, and just kept saying how she came up with all these, like, dishes. I'm like, no, you didn't. No. Yeah, here's the thing that, by the way, that we need to discuss is that, like, with all this appropriation of food, with all this, like, stealing things, creating fusions, making up nonsense, being disrespectful, who were the people who made fun of people's, like, food when they came to school with whatever authentic something it was the white people you know what i mean so it's just like all of this stuff is like i swear to god these chefs who are probably like in their 40s who are like i'm gonna make a chinese mexican fusion and you're like excuse me so when the mexican kid came to school with their mexican food you were like this is great when you were a kid no no No, you weren't there's so much like bullying and food-based bullying that happens Mm -hmm. and there's so much of like lost culture when people move to different countries move to like north america or um, Europe yeah. and stuff, and then they stop making the food that like they are cult- like, they made culturally because they want to fit into the white narrative, and now yeah. their food is cool. Yeah, and it must fucking suck. Even with Eastern Europeans, all the Eastern Europeans just like abandoned their food because they were uh, they wanted to fit in with like the white white people. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, oh, I'm gonna have like um some like cabbage Ukrainian or- cabbage, blah blah blah, and it's like. excuse me so now that it's okay for you guys to enjoy it it's fine well in mexico there's this huge thing where a lot of white chefs Mm -hmm. have studied like have looked into like food and like flavors in mexico specifically with indigenous women Mm -hmm. and then take those recipes so like there's a lot of like mexican 
cooks or like specialized Mexican chefs who aren't Mexican. They're like white Americans Mm -hmm. or like French guys or like British guys who simply traveled to Mexico, stolen recipes from like indigenous women who've been cooking this, who've had it in their families for centuries. Mm -hmm. And then writing these like cookbooks that get all of this press and all of this like, like adoration. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're a white person who traveled and stole this. Are you paying these women royalties? Yeah. No, you're not. You're just making money. It's literal that theft. That guy that died it's theft. that everyone was pra- praising. Anthony Bourdain? Yeah. Did he do that? He I, used like- to, I read it. Maybe people are also... I also read, like, a lot of cultural things. So, I don't... I, and again, like, RIP. I'm not yeah. disrespecting, <laughs> no. him, disrespecting him in any way. But a lot of people were like, he... he he never really gave credit when he would visit ethnic restaurants. I thought he did. I thought it was the whole did. point. Yeah. Wasn't that the whole point of his show? It was, was an he... article in like Vulture written by somebody. And I, I like, mean, this might be something that we're ignorant about, but I feel like when I, or maybe his older shows or something, because I feel like the shows that I watched, he would always like go to places and like talk to the actual people and not pretend like it was made up by some white person. But maybe he used to do some bullshit. Yeah, because I don't know him to. before CNN. Like, I just know his CNN days. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't know. Yeah. That is another thing. That's another actually important topic, that uh, the whole cultural, like, tourism uh, for food. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is Not good, healthy. yeah. We appreciate your money. But there is that, again, I swear to God, the, the person who makes the Mexican restaurant and who's, like, a white woman... She mm-hmm. went to Mexico and was like, I got so inspired by these flavors. And then they she came home. make my own cauliflower and can we talk taco. about the fact that we have to, like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Cauliflower <laughs> taco is so funny. And one of my biggest pet peeves, too, is when, you know, white people are like, you know, I love fufu. No! <laughs> like, oh, you went to Ghana? And they're like, no, 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 I, I was in Ethiopia. No, then it's not fufu. I'm like, it's not fufu then. <laughs> And then they give you a blank, like, stare, and you're like, and they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, Fufu is Ghanaian. Okay. (laughs) I don't even know what it's called in Ethiopia. Yeah, because I remember there was an interview John Boyega did where somebody asked him about fufu and yeah. he was like, I don't, I don't know what that is. And he was like, fufu. And like, I don't know. I'm Nigerian. And she was like, wasn't like, it's. Ghana it doesn't, doesn't African food span all of Africa? <laughs> 57 countries. Yeah. Isn't, or like when people... It's the same in everyone, Jane. Yeah. Or it's like, exactly it's like Vietnamese food in, and also I wonder when you know you go to a place and it's like a Vietnamese place, but they also have like a bunch of Thai food and you're like, hmm, Why? is this just to cater to white people who don't know the difference? Probably. Yeah, yeah I don't know. And also, I don't, uh, can I just have a PSA right now? If you're at a white restaurant, like a white restaurant, like a white, white restaurant, and there is a place on the menu where it has like some Asian inspired writing and it has like Asian food and you're like, oh, I got to try that. Don't try it. It's not going to be good. It will be bad. It will be bad. Yeah, for sure. There's a white (laughs) restaurant in, um, I think it was in Yellowknife. So it was supposed to be like a Chinese restaurant. And it's supposed to have like a vintage, <sighs> she said vintage Beijing. Vintage Beijing, Catherine. I mean, 
I, I agree, but also, like, that this is bad, but they were in Yellowknife. Like, they don't have, what are they going <laughs> to So, like, I'm like, okay, they're in Yellowknife. Like, I'll forgive a Yellowknife white person, because it's like, well, you don't know any better. Vintage Beijing restaurant. A vintage Beijing, sure. Sure, Yellowknife, you do your thing. I was like, huh. So, because, like, obviously, I don't know. What does vintage Beijing even mean? Beijing? I, I was like, okay. Cool. So me and my mom sit down and like they had, you know, like the dumplings, the fried mm-hmm. ones. Those had like ground beef in them. Okay, here's the thing. Whenever okay, I just any sort and of like had bacon. No replacement <laughs> meats or replacement vegetables. Yeah. Like I don't I have a real problem with it. You know when you have a Jamaican patty and it's just like the worst thing you've ever had in your life? And you're like, who made this? I've had a few. I only go to, when it comes to patties, like, there's one place, Auntie Elsie's. That's it. Nowhere else. No. You find which place is good, and you only go there. That's why when people are like, we're going to this Mexican Yeah. (laughs) Can I just say, though, funnily enough, even though, like, saying that there should be more diversity in grocery stores, which there should, there is something very comforting about going to a grocery store of whatever your background is. Like mm. a Jamaican food store, a Caribbean food store, I feel like mm. very comforted there. I like all the smells. I like... You're, that's true. There is something like, very oh. nice. You're like, mm, yes. So are you, is there anything you folks feel that you see coming down the line that you see is like barreling towards us in terms of food that white people are going to steal? Well... Because I can think of one. Sure. I mean, if they do get their hands on ackee and saltfish, if I see a white ackee, I would probably cry. I'd probably be heartbroken. Because, <laughs> like, I honestly, even though the jerk stuff is offensive, like, I'm, I don't really eat that much. I don't really eat jerk chicken. I'm fine with jerk chicken not being, like, being the thing that gets out and people do whatever. If someone ever made some white trash, just ackee and saltfish, I would be devastated. Yeah, you know, the Caribbean is really, you, you guys are close to North America, like Mexico is really close to yeah. here. Yeah, we're so in danger. Yeah, yeah. so you in danger, girl. London food, I don't really have to worry about it. Um, so maybe not Ugandan food, but I've been hearing the word jollof too often. Oh, no, yo, that's very true. There's going to be jollof rice at like Swiss Chalet soon. And jollof. And it's going to be <laughs> steeped in water. Yeah. Uh, to preserve it. Okay. Yeah. So, Catherine, mm-hmm. pardon my ignorance. I'm not trying to be racist. What's Jamaica water? What's the, what's the plan? Carmen, what are you talking about? Jamaica water is your people's No, thing. I know, but what's the actual plant? Sorrel? Yeah, okay, but what is it made of? What's the plant called that it's made out of? Sorrel? It's a, it's a flower. Oh, oh. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Hibiscus, hibiscus. Mm-hmm. The fact that I have been seeing in the last year to two years, everything infused with hibiscus, lemonade yes. with hibiscus, everything Even with hibiscus. Starbucks. Don't touch my Jamaica flower. So, okay. So, okay, so Mexicans. So, okay. Mexicans called hibiscus, like the flower hibiscus, mm. is actually called Jamaica. Like it's called Jamaica. Flor, mm. Flor de Jamaica, Jamaica's oh, wow. flower. So, which I guess is true because I think it's Jamaica's national Literally, literally when I first went to a Mexican restaurant with you and they had Jamaica water on the menu, (laughs) I was like, excuse me? (laughs) And I was like, no, no. Can I just tell you? Mm -hmm. Jamaica, okay? So 
it's with a J, so we pronounce J's like H's. Mm -hmm. It took me years to, for my brain to like compute that Jamaica was Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And I fully have seen it in writing where it's like, Awa de Jamaica. So if I see Awa and then De and then Jamaica, in my head it's Awa de Jamaica. So it doesn't like yeah. compute that it's saying Jamaica. But yeah, then, and the look on my face when we went to that restaurant, I was like, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I can imagine. You're just like, um. So <laughs> yeah, so Jamaica. Because also, I think, I swear to God, I think I had the translation that was just Jamaica water. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> that sounds terrible when you. It's, say, yes, yeah. when you say it in English. But like, we call the flower Flor de Jamaica. And so, like, I have it here. I have packets and packets of hibiscus mm. flour here for whenever I want to make Agua de Jamaica. Mm. So it just, like, blows my mind. Because yeah. I'm seeing hibiscus mm. everywhere. And I was like, if you make this shit expensive. That's true. <laughs> I will yeah. murder you. My avocados, my mom and I, like, when we used to, like, you know, it was, like, a cheap snack to, like, cut an avocado, put it in bread, add some salt, mm -hmm. have your avocado sandwich. Like, that's what we ate. Mm -hmm. and then they got expensive so now I can't have my avocado fucking sandwich so if they could just leave my shit alone oh now they have like avocado toast for modern kids oh yeah that's one of the things they gentrified avocado Ooh. toast I was like that was what I ate when we had no money yeah Ooh, or quinoa so the peeps so quinoa where's quinoa from? I can't remember exactly where quinoa is from I'm forgetting mm -hmm. but I do know that the people who harvested quinoa and ate quinoa can no longer afford quinoa because yeah. it's expensive because all the white people and the people who are like, I don't, I don't eat meat. So I need to get my protein from somewhere else. They all eat quinoa and uh, truly, truly ethical. Very, very, Oh yeah. Oh very my God. Good. For us, it's millet. I don't know if you know what millet is. Yeah, millet. Millet becoming more popular too. We eat That's a lot of millet and I'm, I'm worried. That's what's barreling down for you. Yeah. yeah millet, the thing that is going to be expensive as hell. Mm-hmm. Millet porridge. <gasps> okay. Okay. Like meal, like, yeah. like beef. So I saw the craziest thing. Mm. Um, where someone was talking about like this, this food is amazing. It's such an amazing food and we can grow it anywhere and it's going to be great for people to, to eat. And it was breadfruit. And I was like, uh, <laughs> you think we don't know what breadfruit is? Oh my god. It was this whole white ass article about breadfruit and about how breadfruit has, like, it's like very nutritious and also has a high calorie count and it's like very good, blah, blah, blah. And you can grow it in different. I'm like, breadfruit? If you bread for breadfruit, I will lose it. Like, even I. Coconuts have been stolen. Coconuts don't belong to anybody anymore. Yeah. No, but yeah. Breadfruit? You keep your hands off. There is something that is a documentary I watched about how Bill Clinton in 1996 i believe caused a lot of the jamaica to lose its exports great it's mm. uh, food exports because they did the usual thing that they do um jamaica was in a lot of debt mm -hmm. from a country that <laughs> from america uh-huh that's the same one that goes in anyways <laughs> so clinton was like okay so if you want me to for, not like for, forgive your debt or like make it less you're gonna have to the only exports you're gonna have are gonna be from america <gasps> the only exports and then apparently that has locked jamaica into i don't know if they ever got out i watched this documentary when i was like 20 so like oh a long god time ago. 
But like, I like to take the nerve. That's oh. like, why you have things like Sandos beaches and like the yeah. only. Oh, is that why? Girl. Yeah, because they made a deal. They were like, if you want us to help you with your debt, right? You're, you gotta oh. go to Sandals. <laughs> why is it called Sandals? It's also an insulting name. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And like the oh 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 or the Jamaican tourism board being like every fucking song is Bob Marley. I'm like I'd like to listen to Bob Marley and not have to hear the Jamaican tourism board being like come to Jamaica and <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh God, uh, is that uh, why it goes so deep and so far down? Yeah, I feel like mm, I always just worry. Like when I think about things barreling down. Mm-hmm. Like, we're becoming a more, like, connected in the sense of, like, social media and everything else, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Which also means that, like, people sharing their food might be sharing the food that they eat Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Which is good if some of us want to, like, share with other people from our same culture or whatever. But then it's, like, like, I'm going to bring it back to the horrible jerk chicken picture that Catherine showed us. Right. But is that a scenario where somebody saw someone's picture of shit, was like, that looks good to eat, but with less spice. Or with my whiteness. Yeah, and let me make it. So I just like wonder, I mean, if people really want to go about making things properly, one, if you're looking to make people's food, Mm -hmm. don't go out here trying to get paid for it. It's not your, that's called theft, first of all. Second of all, respect how it's made. Mm-hmm. and don't go out here changing it exactly for your exact liking because then exactly. you can't call it that then it's, you can just call it somewhere something else you can be yeah. like you can call it european jamaican style or jamaican inspired you can use the word inspired how about that yes. or yeah. here's the thing actually you can make whatever you want in your house make whatever food you want call it whatever you want sure but yeah don't put it on your websites don't go trying to make money from it don't be mm-hmm. like here's exactly how to make authentic like jerk chicken because it's like if that's authentic authoritative language. you're just you're 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 spreading misinformation you're yeah. like committing a crime like, and i think that's for everyone yeah, like i, I think that's honestly for everyone because i remember i was watching this Oh, it was uh, Queer Eye, and Anthony made his avocado with, like, yogurt, and I was, or his guacamole with yogurt, and I was like, excuse me? I was, after I saw that, I was like, why have you hired this man to make food? With yogurt? Yeah, with, like, plain yogurt. Yeah, he put Greek yogurt in it or something, and everyone was like, no. It's, yeah. And then in the next season, Mm -hmm. he met this, like, Mexican-American family, and the grandma was like, oh, I put, like, I think she said, like, mayonnaise or something. One, these are, like, fourth or fifth generation Mexicans. Not to say that they're not Mexican, because I don't want to open that can of worms. But Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is that, like, when you've been in the U.S. for enough generations, Mm -hmm. you're going to pick things up that change it. Mm -hmm. But then Anthony was like, oh, see, everybody gave me shit because I did whatever, and she's doing it, and that is not. That is when you stop and say, hello, hi, nuance, context. I, my ancestors are Mexican. Yeah. And I'm trying to share that culture while fusing it with the American culture, which is why I put this in. I don't go, yeah, you're right. There are all those Mexicans are wrong. Don't do that. And like, does do two wrongs make a right? Absolutely. It's, not. it's also just like there's nuance to everything. You just have to be like like, yeah, sure. Anthony, if you want to put Greek yogurt in your your stuff, whatever, sure, do that for your own food, but don't be like, this is exactly how you make it. No. And la- and use words like authentic, original. Like 
that is my biggest pet peeve. You, you're able, like, like Catherine said, you can say, like, I was inspired by, yeah, you know, because I've, I mean, I don't post, I don't post pictures of like other cultural foods that I make, yeah, because I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I know, I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> be embarrassed. But we don't want to be embarrassed, and we grow up not wanting to be embarrassed, yeah, or insulting. Mm-hmm. Some people Why are out know? here just like wiling out, and also. Now, when you're making these recipes, try maybe looking up different kinds of recipes and comparing. I have never made a food that is not of my own like culture or not something that I'm familiar with without looking at three different recipes to just see like how different people make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like research your food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, there's so many aunties on the internet. Of course. Oh my God. There's this Mexican lady. Um, her videos are called De Mi Ranchos a Tu Cocina, which means from my ranch to your kitchen. Mm-hmm. And she's like an old granny. She's mm-hmm. like a, an abuela of abuela. She's ancient. She has a little ranch with her husband, and she teaches you how to cook, like, Mexican food. But, Ooh. like, I think, it, I think she's, I don't know what part of Mexico she's from. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and she's teaching people, like, solo ponle un poco de aceite, which is like, only put a little bit of oil, and it's like half, yeah. the, half the bottle. And so people are like, that seems really unhealthy. And I was like, go fuck yourselves. That's literally like most like, I don't know, most like African food. It's like really oily. Yeah, they're just like, she's just like, just but you only put like a splash of oil. And then you see and she's just like, that shit is just. Yeah. It's like brown. two shots of vodka. And then the woman like, glug, 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 glug. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like no. it's just, it's. I think like we have like white people have to stop being lazy about this issue. Just do your research you know, and then yeah. don't make money off of it. It's, and you don't owe. Thank you. If you do make money, like bring people from like when I'm looking for other recipes, whether it's like a pounded yam yeah. or a goosey, I'm not going on all recipes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm no. going to a website to run. Like, I actually go on YouTube videos and I watch Nigerians cooking. Yeah, that's another very good resource. Yeah, because then yeah. also you can see how they make the food. It's not just exactly. you're reading it and misinterpreting it and putting exactly. plain bananas on some some jerk chicken. And it's I just post you seeing I- what they make. Yeah, exactly. You know, so and and I'm like, oh, I tried to make my own version of a goosey soup. Yeah, so that you know that it's not a goosey soup do not ask me to make it for you because I probably didn't make it right and I don't use like I don't use like authentically Nigerian because Nigerian food is really spicy so I definitely have to substitute but it's like I feel like people of color and black people like they're they they go out of we go out of our way to like make sure we're not being disrespectful right yeah but because white people have been raised to believe they, of course you know what you're doing, <laughs> like, duh. Then they end up being, Or, yeah, that it's fine. That whatever they do, it's fine. Because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just food. It's just food. It doesn't matter. And yes, food is very fluid. But it does matter. Honestly, very few things matter more than food. Mm-hmm. Or, um, okay, so two examples of, like, good and bad people mm-hmm. that have done this. So Gordon Ramsay, I think, was supposed to do a show mm-hmm. where he went to different restaurants 
from different cultures mm -hmm. and taught them how to perfect their food? Well, absolutely. No, no. Have you seen oh, him, that you man's food? It? No, I'm being serious. And a bunch of chefs were like, nah, man, like that's fucked up. Like who the fuck do you think you are going to like a, a like an Indian restaurant and being like, nah, that's not how you do it. You do it like this. Like that's, that was like a big thing. And a lot of, a lot of chefs actually like racialized chefs were like, who the fuck are you? go fuck yourself oh not only God. are you making money off of this by doing this show you're also trying to like humiliate people and tell them that you're better than them like why don't you just come and he's like they were like why don't you just do a show where you learn from all of these different imagine how much like families yeah instead of you going there and being like i'm superior so anyway that's an example of someone being trash trashity trash and then a good example or somebody, and I know Catherine's going to roll her eyes, but like somebody that I think is great that's a chef would be somebody like Maddie Matheson because does he make shit? Oh, thank God you didn't say Allison Roman. No, no. Maddie Matheson. I am Mad Maddie Matheson. I just think he is like ridiculous that that's yeah, the chef not... you watched. That's <laughs> the one. I mean, it should be like pretty predictable at this point. Through. He's a white man with tattoos, and you know you can't resist those. Yeah, exactly. So, Maddie Matheson is, like, mm -hmm. he's white, but he's, like, from Lake Erie, Ontario. He's just, like, small town, kind of, like, a bit of a country bumpkin, even though he lived in Toronto for, like, 20 years. He has things in his recipe books. Like, he has, um, he has, like, Italian food, and but he's not. He's, like, white caker, like, very, very white Canadian. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, I got these recipes from my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is Italian, and he's like, but I don't follow her recipe, like, by heart, because there's some things I don't like to do, and she's going to kick my ass, and I'm really sorry, but this is how I make it. Mm. Or, like, um, he, his best friend is, um, one of his best friends is, like, an owner of um, a really well-known Vietnamese restaurant here in Toronto that's, mm -hmm. like, really, really, really popular. And so he's made, like, like, pho, like, he's made... Vietnamese food and soup and like banh mi and all these other things mm -hmm. but he's also given this chef like a job and he's like a co-star on like his shows and he shows up all the time and he helps with production and mm -hmm. all these other things so he's also like given the chef like like celebrity status and also paid him yeah do you know what I mean like it's a difference between it. appropriation and sharing yeah exactly that is all we're asking stop being lazy about it like, <laughs> get out of your and privilege cheap. and cheap. stop being lazy stop being cheap just like share ask questions mm -hmm. be open like and please watch your language authentic is a very strong word you didn't <laughs> make something honestly i doubt that like like a Chinese, like, like, I don't know why I keep using Chinese food. Basically, I make a lot of Chinese food lately. But, um, mm -hmm. but like, I doubt that, like, a Chinese chef could be, like, this is 100% authentic without, like, a million people being, like, no, it's not. That's not how I do it. Because food is very fluid. And you, you know, know what I mean? being his common So it's, like, parent. so, like, yeah. so, like, the idea that some person not from the culture at all would be, like, this is authentic is, like, listen, inside the culture, there will be wars about the type of how you make your food. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like from auntie to auntie, there will be words about how you make yeah. your food. So don't come and say that you know exactly what you're doing if you're not even not. part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. anyway. I that's think that's a good place to leave off. Yes, folks. Thank you. Thank you for, for listening. Jane, we want to ask you what your social media is. Oh, um, my podcast, uh, Black Queen's Republic, exactly how you hear it. Not B-L-A-Q-U-E. It's B-L-A-C-K, Queens Republic. <laughs> and then Twitter is Republic Queens. And don't go on my Facebook. There's like two followers on there. Mm -hmm. So 
no that's instagram and i'm on spotify as well if you want to listen to my podcast spotify apple and google's google aren't you no okay think soundcloud oh yeah (laughs) but yeah go listen support black people i also have masks available yep she's selling quarantine uh pandemic masks and they're great well that's cute white people can't buy them because you're not black so it would be weird if you were like (laughs) black queens on your face yes it would look a bit weird you can buy it for your black friends (laughs) yeah that's pretty much that's great Catherine. Oh, so my Instagram is the CC Williams for pictures of my cat and um, food I'm making. Uh, our Instagram is I'd kill a spider for you. And our Twitter is I'd kill a spider number four letter U for Carmen's angry political tweets. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, my Instagram is Carmen underscore Maria 416. I recently had changed my picture for the first time in years on Instagram and they changed it to a picture of Catherine and I in our couples costume which was a uh, piglet and Eeyore. That's so cute. Um us dressed in our costume. So uh somebody then went and told me, mm, I feel like that might attract furries. Hmm. What is that? Furries are people who Catherine, do you want to explain this? Because I furries are people who are attracted to anthropomorphic animal people and who dress up in animal <laughs> costumes and have sex in them and shit like that. Oh <laughs> you, you, see- you you said this at the end. <laughs> should we have led with furries? Honestly, Carmen, maybe we shouldn't have taken it down. We should have more listeners. We gotta expand. I don't mind a furry fan base. I do actually, I mind it. I mind it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I uh, couldn't so, even get through that. Never mind. Yeah, okay. No. So I had to take I had to take it down because I was like, I don't need this in my life. So then it's just a picture of Catherine and I looking real cute. Oh, you know what? So I found this amazing shirt um, the other day and I bought one for myself and I bought one for Carmen. I literally biked to her house to give it to her. And it's a picture of like Bert and Ernie and one half of it's Bert and one half of it's Ernie. And it's, just, it's great. Oh, Carmen, so we need to do that this year. All we need is to wear those shirts and for you to draw a unibrow on and we are set. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't want a unibrow. You get a unibrow, and you know I will. I will get a rubber duck, and us, and um, it'll be great. It'll be great. That sounds adorable. Yeah, Carmen, that's true. It, it will be great if we have a Halloween. Yeah, honestly, it may be just like a picture that we take, like in your house or something. But if Maybe we have, oh, did you know this Halloween is gonna be um Saturday first. Oh, it's going to be a Saturday, and it's going to be the first time it's a full moon on a Halloween in, like, 17 years, because it only happens very rarely. Mm-hmm. And I think it's technically a blue moon as well. That's so exciting! Right? Very mystical. A Halloween full moon? That is, like, yeah, the dead will rise. We're going to start our coven that day. Excellent plan. Excellent plan. <laughs> Jane, do you want to be part of our witch's coven? No, she certainly does Ooh. not. She's I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I... I will wait for the Instagram pictures, but I, I don't know that Jesus would appreciate it. <laughs> Jesus spat in people's eyes and healed their eyes. If that's not witchcraft. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Did he, did he spit on people? Yeah, he spat in his hands and he rubbed it in their eyes and he made the blind man see. Oh, God. So. Well, see, today that sounds odd. <laughs> but. You know, there's a lot of things that Jesus did that I don't get. <laughs> he's a he's a necromancer. He rose someone from the dead. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things that are like, whoo. 
<laughs> I don't know that, like, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Jesus is, his spit had a lot of power. Uh-huh. Properties, yeah. We're going to head off. Mm-hmm. Everybody have a nice time. Yeah. Be respectful with your food and your choices. <laughs> don't be lazy. <laughs> Never make bland, bland chicken with fucking raisins and bananas. That and That's called a drink. crime. That's called a crime. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.